Hello, hello, and welcome back to Being a Hands Never, the podcast about someone trying to navigate the film industry. I'm your host, Juan, and as always, thank you so much for tuning in. So as we all have picked up at this point, I am a huge fan of RuPaul's Drag Race. I love watching all stars. I love seeing how they transform. I love the makeup. I love the wigs and the outfits, the body yaddy yaddies, and of course, RuPaul's stick with itness. It is no surprise as a hairstylist and makeup artist, I decide to jump on, let me do some drag makeup. (laughs) Well, actually, it wasn't the first time I did drag. I remember back in my very, very early college years at Gavazine, I did this little drag persona named Tiffany. And she, if I remember correctly, she had a busted Hannah Montana wig. She looked like a stripper. She had her makeup. And she thought she was the hottest bitch ever. (laughs) So after watching RuPaul's Drag Race, doing all this fun Sunday makeup, doing all the fun TikTok makeup tutorials, I decided, why not try doing some drag makeup? Yes, I will be a backyard or a closet queen, but you know what? It's fine because no one's going to see me. No one is going to see me with my busted makeup and clock me. Although I will say I was not afraid to post my makeup to share with the progress because we all got to start somewhere. (laughs) And I remember, too, those looks were definitely a little busted. That hairline, oh, the, the lace. But I purposely did not trim the lace down or I purposely left it out because I didn't want to glue it down and, like, waste a good wig. And if you are curious to see what I look like, you can see it at Miss Kayla Chingada. Yes, it's Kayla Chingada is my name. It's what the fuck in English, but for the white people, you could say Kayla and then Chingada. There you go. Because then it sounds like, oh, her name is Kayla, like the name. Get it? Because it's funny? Yeah? Anyway. (laughs) So I remember ordering my wig from Wigs and Grace, and it was this really beautiful wavy brunette hair. And I decided to just play around, have a good time, and try to really figure out what is the best makeup for me. I remember I was doing Rock M Sakura's makeup, where it was this super big anime eye look, hella exaggerated, very kimchi, very Trixie Mattel. You know, it was fun, but I feel like my makeup was kind of more like Bianca Del Rio, still very bright, very big eye makeup, but I wanted something that was a little bit more natural. Well, drag queen natural, if that makes sense, because all I had was just a bunch of neutrals around the house. So I figured work with the neutrals. And I will say I was very excited to share with you guys my drag makeup because this was something different. It wasn't what my normal day to day makeup was, although I did do some pretty fun looks. But drag, drag is such a fucking challenge. And I shout out to the queens. I cannot do drag makeup and be a drag queen on the daily. The tucking, I fuck that. I cannot tuck. Believe it or not, too, when I was when I do drag for all, only Halloween nowadays, I get super fucking hot. My corset is squishing me down. My breastplate gets super sweaty under all of that. Like I have bad underboob sweat. Don't even get me started on having to pee. Oh my God, that is a 20 minute trek just to like switch around all the padding just so I can go pee. And the shoes, the heels. Oh my God, my feet were killing me. I'm like, I I give it to the queens that can hop, skip, jump, twirl, split, kick, do a flip, punch the ghost. I, y'all hoes are incredible. And please, 
tip your local queens because they keep drag going. They keep the creativity and they continue to inspire the next wave of drag queens. So shout out to all of y'all. But let's get back into it. I decided to do this D-drag tutorial. And it was because of this D-drag tutorial that I went viral on TikTok. My very first viral video. So I don't know if you guys remember these videos, but do you remember the Asian girls that were like, Doing, taking off their makeup. They were taking off their tape, the nose stuffer, the eyelid sticker, and then they transformed to someone completely different. Well, that's what I did with my drag video. Instead of doing the whole like tutorial from boy to drag, I decided to go from drag to boy. And keep in mind, at the time, I did feel like, oh, you know, I definitely look like a really good queen. She's got some techniques down, but she's not 100% perfect. Like, even I thought this isn't the best drag, but at least you're trying and at least you're transforming to someone completely different, right? Next thing you know, after I posted my D-drag video, taking off the wig, the tape, taking off the lashes, the makeup, you know, I posted a TikTok and I actually think nothing of it. Surprise, surprise, I wasn't necessarily going viral on TikTok at the time. I maybe had like a couple of views, a couple of likes, but this drag video... I don't know what the hell happened. I wake up to like 100 comments of likes, views. Like, I was shocked. I was like, oh, shit. Like, people actually are watching this. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm viral. Which, in the early TikTok days, it was really easy to go viral. And I'm like, okay, okay, like, what are people saying? And weirdly enough, my video was going viral overseas in Azerbaijan, I want to say. It was it was somewhere in the Middle East, right? A lot of those comments were mean. I mean, like, they were mean. Like, you can really tell these people were homophobic as fuck. Like, they were like, ew, disgusting, barf emoji, throw up emoji. You should go kill yourself. Actually, I don't remember if it was that exactly. But still, the point is, these bitches were mean. And I'm like, are you really that offended by what I have to say and like some people were doing reaction videos which I'm over here like okay like I can the reaction videos can be genuine but some of them I was like are you really reacting or are you just hamming it up because my clip is viral some people were doing like these super like oh my god exaggerated shocked face like that's a man I'm over here like you're kidding right like, I'm not Plastique Tierra where I go from, like, boy to girl in, like, 10 seconds. Like, I'm clearly a man in a wig. My makeup is clockable. It's like, of course I'm doing baby drag. Like, is it not that obvious that I am a man in a wig with makeup? And not the best makeup, but, like, still, is it really that shocking? Whatever the reason was, I decided to post it once again on my TikTok. Because here was the tea I remember listening on TikTok. If you have a viral clip, post it again. Post your viral content. The reason why I kept reposting the same video over and over, because as we know at this point, TikTok loves repetition. TikTok will push what is going viral for the second time in a row. I got a bunch of different comments, a bunch of likes, and over a million views on the same video. But again, it came with the same wave of people reacting to the video, people giving the barf video, people were saying you're disgusting, people saying you're going to go to hell, I'm going to pray for you. 
I rarely got the U.S. or American audiences to comment, yes, slay, queen, yes. Of course, my video had to push some homophobic agenda. So I'm over here like, wait, am I doing this for the right reason? Am I just some scapegoat to help push some negative agenda that drag queens are some demons that are all going to go to hell? Am I used as a political ploy? I'm not going to say no, but I would just at least like a translation to tell me, yes, you are a political ploy to push our hateful agenda. Lo and behold, you know what I did? I posted it like three to four more times and still the same thing. Because <laughs> I really wanted to go viral and have more people come to my page. Unfortunately for me, though, for me to go viral, I had to be a joke to everybody. I had to be made fun of and I had to, you know, be humiliated. Although it was actually easier that I didn't understand what they were saying, but the barf emoji was really easy to kind of pick up. But still, I was willing to be humiliated by people. I have no idea where they are. I don't know what their affiliations with. All I know is overseas, I'm international fish. I'm a celebrity on the internet, yo. <laughs> I will humiliate myself to get some content, which after that, when my viral video started to die out, I actually did a follow-up video reading all the mean comments, and I did post it on YouTube, and I posted it on Facebook. I was going through just reading them, and then after I posted the video, I kind of thought to myself, do you really want this? Do you really want to garner attention in a negative way? I mean... For majority of us, I don't think we want to garner attention in the most negative way. We want to be helpful or at least, you know, help inspire. I do understand in other parts of the world, drag is condemned. It's evil. You know, people have been murdered for being gay. And being a drag queen, even into this day and age, it's a lot. It really is a lot to be a drag queen. So I wouldn't necessarily want to go viral for negativity, but I don't mind going viral for being myself. And if that means like putting on a wig and just taking the heat from other people, if I can inspire at least one person to not be afraid to be a drag queen or it's okay to be gay, then you know what? I'll take the heat. I will take the heat because you know what? I got followers off of that and people started watching more of my content. So guess what? Thank you for making me relevant in my little social circle. <laughs> But ever since then, I have improved Kayla Chingada's look. In fact, I even have a drag baby, Miss Maricone, which I will talk about later on in this podcast. But I have a drag baby, and I still do dress up during Halloween. Although, I had someone ask me, like, would you ever want to perform? Would you ever want to lip sync? Quite frankly, hell no. Like, hell no. Drag, like, I, all those reasons I said, it's so hard. And it gets expensive. I don't know about you guys, but, like, shopping for drag gear can, can get kind of pricey. Like, my breastplate was, like, $500. And it was going to be, like, an additional $90 to just get the a flesh tone areola colored in. So I was like, fuck, like, it takes a lot of money to look this cheap. But this isn't an exaggeration. Like, it's expensive. And I'm one of those bitches that, like, I don't have the time to pay for an atelier. I will shop on Fashion Nova, Shein, all the cheap websites to pay for my drag outfits. So, yes, I look very pedestrian, 
but I'm just a boy in a wig playing with drag makeup because this isn't going to be something full-fledged, but it definitely is a lot of fun, and you best learn to respect those drag queens. Don't touch the hair. Don't touch the makeup. And for any drag queens that I have harassed while I was drunk, this is my public apology because I didn't know, and I'm sorry, and I respect you hoes more than ever nowadays. <laughs> oh, my God. But yes, y'all, have you seen my drag makeup? Were you a drag queen? And for those that were are drag queens, were you a closet queen that just learned to perfect their art? And if you do want to see my drag persona, look for her. Again, that's going to be at Miss Kayla Chingada. Comment, like, share. Tell me if my makeup is busted. But I promise you, I don't put as much effort into her because she only comes out once a year. And I just only try to elevate her as much as I can when I have the time. But let me know. You can reach me at all your favorite social medias at Cruz, and tell me if you love Miss Kayla Chingada or if you've seen that viral TikTok video of me just getting out of drag. <laughs> and with that, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope your day is amazing and I can't wait to catch you on the next one. Take care.